What if we could just eliminate stupidity? <laughs> well, don't, don't be stupid. I'm just thinking of the podcast title. I don't know what we talk about necessarily, but don't be stupid. You know, the, the problem is, though, like, how, who gets to decide what's stupid? Because, like, <laughs> your stupid versus my stupid might be two totally different yeah. things. But I don't, I don't know who gets to decide who's like what's stupid and what's not stupid. <laughs> This is the 2120 Podcast, where each week, two guys take an idea, an experience, or a topic that we're passionate about, and we talk about it with you for 20 minutes. Here's another thing, too. I posted this, and it's got no exposure on LinkedIn whatsoever. So here's my post. Uh, JFK, when he was president, and he... Uh, the president oversees NASA, right? So NASA back in the early 60s, their vision was to lead the world in space exploration. So JFK, young president, gets elected, comes in, and he says, no, we're going to put a man on the moon and we're going to return him safely before the end of the decade. So what he basically did was he just took all the 15 or so metrics that NASA was trying to measure about leading the world in space exploration, which was very ambiguous. It had no detail, no substance to it. And he said, no, we're going to put a man on the closest planet, which happens to be the moon, to us, and we're getting back safely within 10 years. I mean, that's mind-blowing, actually, when you think about it. And, and his original goal wasn't to go to the, Mar- or to the moon. It was to go to Mars. He, he, was, he was not even thinking about staying at home. He was, like, literally wanting to go to another planet. And I, so the, the whole point of that post is to say, what kind of things do we limit ourselves with just because we never think big enough? You know, what beliefs are you holding on to that are potentially limiting what's possible in your business or, you know, do you get comfortable with having deadlines that are, that are just basically allow for a wait and see approach or are you driving toward something with urgency, not hurriedness, but urgency? Like what's your giant leap in other words? Okay. Frustrates me when I see people with these wishy-washy vision statements about, you know, lead the world and whatever or we get too busy to work on our own moon launch. Like that's, that's the whole point of, of what I was trying to say in this. That's, that should speak right directly to your heart and your mind actually. Does it? Oh yeah, for sure. It does. You know, I think right now is a perfect time because my business has forced things to slow down. And, you know, I talk about, (laughs) I was in a room with a bunch of, you know, leaders in, in my building and we were talking about how things are changing our store and, um, how our urgency to get things done has not changed at all. We're still hundred miles an hour. And with our business being slower around us, we, it is okay to breathe right now and slow down. And, you know, we have freight that's not coming in as fast because we've, you know, kind of, when you're not, you know, you're not placing a bunch of orders. We're kind of seeing how this thing all shakes out, but we still have some orders coming in, but my freight team, like as soon as the box hits the belt, they're tearing into it. They're getting it put on a, a hanger. Like <laughs> right. they're just, they're hammering through stuff. And I said, Hey, like we have to take a breath. You know, we have all day. Let's, let's, let's not rush. Let's, you know, let's, let's, let's be comfortable with being, 
you know, kind of uncomfortable a little bit knowing we, we don't know how this is going to happen, but let's, <laughs> let's try to enjoy the moment, not just physically hammer through the day. And it's so hard because that's our culture. Our culture is to go hundred miles an hour and that's how I'm built. And that's how you're built where go, 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 go. Now, when we don't have to go, 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 and we can physically take a breath, we don't know what that looks like or what that feels like. And we feel like, oh, I'm just being so lazy today. But yet, we get a lot done in the day. We just don't need to be, you know, as balls to the wall with it as we have in the, in the past. It's so weird when you think about it because you fall into a pattern like that, don't you? You know, like it, it's always like this. And so you're working at this really crazy pace. I had my own business. I don't know. I was working you know, 10, 12 hours a day for sure, six days a week. I really enjoyed it. Like that, that's energizing to me. It, it wasn't causing me burnout. I was like, this is fun. And every time the machines are running, it was like, you know, we're printing money. This is good. And, and then when I, when I agreed to go and take this, this next step, um, you know, we closed that store and I went into an environment where on the first four hours of my first day, I was so slow. I didn't know what, I didn't know what to expect. Yeah. Like, I, I, there was only so much that I learned about our website properties. I was bored out of my mind because I was so used to working at this really great pace. And I think what we're saying here is, is free time to look around a little bit and say, okay, Hey, we can, it's not to get lazy or to get too comfy, but it's to look around and go, what can we do different? What can we do better? Like, What's the, what's the bigger thing that we, we could be working on right now? I know you, a few minutes ago, before we started recording, you were talking about updates that, that could be happening, like using this time to improve the store or improve your workplace. It's, it's kind of a double-edged sword, you know, and I mean, both positive and negative, you know, and there's a Dan Gable quote, you know, the longer, the longer, and you know, the, the longer you do something, the longer it takes for you to kind of fix that and change it. And, you know, from, from my standpoint, I've been doing this pace for over 20 years. So I don't know, I don't know second gear and third gear. I just know, you know, fourth gear, you know, and for me to have to drop down into that second gear, that third gear, it's kind of been a learning experience for me. Um, But what I'm kind of excited about right now is, you know, the meetings that we're having in, in our store um, are all still based around the customer and what we can do to, to help them and to improve what we're, we're trying to, to do. But it's, it's challenging people to think differently. And I'm all about that. You know, I'm the futuristic brain turns on. I'm like, okay, what could we do? You know, like it, we, we start throwing out ideas like, okay, we, if customers can't come into our store, how do we get in front of them? And we start brainstorming and coming up with ideas and you know, we have people on our team that just kind of sit there because their brain's not wired that way. You know, they're, they're, they're just, their numbers crunchers or they're this, they're that, their brain's not wired to think that forwardly. And I just kind of eat that stuff up and I love being involved in those conversations. So, you know, if, if you're in a business right now that, you know, is closed down and you're not finding ways to, um, be ready when the customer is ready to come back, because I guarantee you when the, the clouds go away and the sun comes out and people are standing outside your door ready to come in. It's going to be mass chaos because they haven't seen you forever. You know, they want, they want to come back. They want to buy stuff and we're going to be overwhelmed, you know, and it's going to be like a, a new store opening where it's like, 
we haven't been in shields for, you know, for however long. And then they come in and it's like, Oh my God, there's, there's a new remodel and there's a new bathroom and there's new, the new floor layout. There's new this, there's new that. And it's like, you know, we're cl- like the store has been organized and the store has been deep cleaned and like you're ready for them. If you're not taking those opportunities now to figure what that looks like, you're going to be behind. You well, know, you may I, never have an opportunity like this again. Like, I mean, I kind of hope we don't, you know, yeah. but so like put it to use, take advantage of it. I think of the, the reset button, you know, you can wipe out whatever that business looks like for you right now. You know, the, the, the bad posts on, you know, social media, the, this, the, that, the, whatever it is, you now have a time to hit the reset and completely look at what has worked for you in the past and either keep working and keep doing it or, you know, taking that one thing out that didn't work and fix it because people do forget about stuff. You know, we, we kind of talk about, you know, the, the, the tragedies that happen in our life and how we don't, um, you know, we don't change something until something bad happens, but then over time, like that tragedy goes away or that bad comment goes away and people forget about stuff. So, you know, the one person that, was upset with you in your business now comes back six months later, whatever that looks like. And it's all modified and changed for the better. Like you just won them back over. So you, you, you have to find ways to, to take that head on and, and, and run forward with it. You know what I think would be fun. And this is, this is something I like to try and do. Or it's something that I coach my clients to do is walk into your facility with new eyes. Like, you know, when you're a new employee, you have this, I don't know, two to maybe six week time period where what has it been like to start here? What things do you see that are going well? What what things haven't gone well? If you were going to change something about what we do, what would it be? Because they have fresh new eyes. They're looking at the walls. They're looking at the people. They're looking at the products and the systems. They're learning it for the first time pretty soon you get indoctrinated to this is how we do stuff around here, you know, your culture or your systems and and you lose perspective because you're just like, Oh, this is how it works. But in that, in that first initial phase, this new eyes phase, you have rare opportunity and then let it kind of go and see what people come up with. Because if you could walk into a space, like it was your first time, if you can train people how to do that, what are you noticing? Do our, do our shelves look right? Do, do we notice the carpet stains that may or may not be there or the, or the aroma, the odor, whatever you want to call it, that's in the air? Do you notice where uh, people always have gotten traditionally bottleneck flow of people? Does this make sense? Should we move things around? There's all of these things that you can look at with fresh eyes and then just start to reimagine it. And what a great opportunity right now, especially if your business is closed to make a difference, you know, make those changes. When we go to, you know, spots to talk and, you know, drink coffee, we see the things that the the manager there misses, you know, right. just because we're not around it every day. Right. So I love the idea of taking my eyes out of my store and putting in someone else's eyes and saying, okay, we just spent the last two months completely cleaning, completely modifying, making, trying to make it better. I want you to walk through my store and see, see my store through your eyes and tell me what we need to do. And because I think, you know, you still miss things, you know, I, you know, I walk through an area and I clean a section, but I miss this, or, you know, I completely was just oblivious to whatever that was on the back wall. But you, you challenge someone to find something wrong, find something bad, you know, and 
they do because they're gonna they're gonna find some things and you go man we got to fix that you know she saw this we got to fix we got to fix this too and it makes your store and your company better because you're not just sitting on your hands going well we'll just shut down for a month or two months or three months and then when this thing all blows over we'll open back up we'll be back in business you know like get ahead of it now so when it is time and those doors do open up and the swarms of people come in to see you like you are completely dialed in ready to rock and roll. I have a client. I'm seeing it with those fresh eyes and I sat down with them and I, and I expressed, you might want to consider doing something with, first of all, where like your reception area is, this is what is in the immediate view. This is the things I can see. And these are the things I can't see. And what kind of experience do you want to create from that? So it's, it's just being able to look at, I don't know, just reimagine spaces. Um, when we remodeled our house several years ago, I guess that was around 2010. Uh, we actually have a, have a older house, small kitchen, uh, and it had two pass throughs through it. And we had limited counter space and cupboard space. And I was describing it to somebody and they, they just said to me, have you ever thought about closing up one of those walk spaces or, or those pass through areas? No, I never have. Maybe you could start there because would that give you more counter space? Well, here's what it ended up being is that's where our refrigerator lives right now. Before that, we actually, that was a, a short little hallway. When we reimagined it, we looked at things differently. I got a chance to then to like shape the, the kitchen and improve it um, probably to about the best it could be without, I suppose, an addition. What you said inspired something with me is, Maybe it's not having your employees or you do it, but asking some people that would be honest with you. Hey, come into my store, come into my workplace, my, my office space, whatever it happens to be, what do you see? Yeah. What, what are the things that as you walk through, you notice, is there something weird about lighting? Is there something weird about uh, the, the desk arrangement or the way we've merchandised something? Um, you know, it's just, I think that perspective is really good. I think actually I would have fun doing that. I think there's a very, very fine line of, you know, you walking into, you know, you know, somebody that hired you and saying, Hey, I, I, this, this sucks, this sucks. And this sucks. I mean, you have to like, <laughs> right. You have, you have to be very careful because like our personalities, our egos get in the way and it's like, well, you know, my business doesn't suck. Your business sucks. And then like you're going back and forth where like, if you, if you, if you set it up with, here's what I saw or, you know, it's, it's in a conversation or, you know, you always, you always tell me you want feedback and, you know, I, that's, I, it's, I guess it's easier said than done because, you know, I, I have told people, I've told you this, you know, after I speak or after something happens, I, I want feedback, give me feedback. Yep. But, but sometimes I don't want to hear your feedback. <laughs> you <laughs> unless, it, unless it feels good, right? And, yeah. Unless it's good. And like, and here, here's, here's the, stipulations. It makes me feel good. And it's about me being <laughs> awesome. Then you can tell me, right. but if, it, if it's about me sucking at something, I don't want to hear it. Right. <laughs> so so I, th I think there's that fine line though of, you know, yes, using somebody else to come in and critique your business and give you this, you know, no holds bar. I'm not going to hold any punches back. I'm going to tell you what I see. And the companies that take that and embrace that and, and fix it, are the ones that thrive and take steps forward. The ones that put their fists up and go, well, what do you know? Well, right. you, you asked me to do this. I'm just doing what you asked. I'm sorry. You can't handle it are the ones that will not open their doors again. Yeah. So true.
Well, I mean, that even comes back to something that we talked about here, kind of coming back to where we opened with having a sense of urgency around getting some things done. And again, not, not meaning to be rushed and hurried, but, but taking this time to say, does that make sense for us to bring in somebody to look around? Does it make sense for, for us to invest in somebody to help our people grow? Does it make sense to invest in, um, you know, this list of, of customers that have been great patrons over the years to really ask them, you know, some, some good questions about what it's like to shop here. And one thing I learned years ago was this, I was working for an e-commerce business. And uh, so as I was playing with stuff, I was trying to learn the product line. When you're just goofing around on a website, that's one thing. Like you're, you're learning products, you're seeing how things are arranged, but you're really looking at it from the lens of, I need to understand what these products are, what they're, how they're used, what they do, et cetera. There's the very different course of action though, which is looking at it from, uh, I need you to go buy one of these things. And, and let's say it's a widget that you really don't know anything about. So now we're gonna, we're gonna release you into our website to look for this product. And then do we have it? Like, first of all, do we have it? Is it easy to find? How long did it take you to find it? What was the, what was the actual um, product page experience like? Did it answer your, your questions? And in a test like that, you could say, hey, fill out the blank here. Uh, how much did it weigh? What was its size? What, you know, all those little specifics. Have somebody actually who doesn't know what they're doing or know much about it, look at it. And if they can't find it, quickly or, or if maybe they're giving some feedback on it that says, wow, we really struggled to find whatever it was. That's really valuable insights to have because it needs to be simple. It needs to be obvious. And it, for, the, for the person that is experienced with it, they don't see it because they've seen it every day. The other piece of it that, that was really eye-opening to me was what's the checkout like? You know, we, we a lot of times we'd get to the point where we would refine the product page and the shopping experience and how items were listed in categories, but we never actually completed a transaction. And then we realized, holy crap, that's kind of a pain in the butt. That's yeah. that they're, we're having, we had three pages. How could we consolidate that to a single page? Now that was years ago when e-com was still kind of evolving, but it's still pertinent today in the sense of, I don't know how many places actually try to shop and go through the experience and as, an, as the, the employee on the inside, you're like, well, it's easy. Just go find it on the web and we do this and that. This is a great time to assess a lot of that. Yeah, I'm just, you know, thoughts are going through my head right now because, you know, I've allowed my kind of work life to change a little bit, you know, and I'm, I teach and I coach. And, you know, there's times during the week that I'll lead, you know, three or four meetings in a week that are hour-long meetings with multiple people. And, you know, we just kind of said, no more, no more big meetings, but it doesn't mean I can't have super small meetings or one-on-one yeah. -on -one, one -on meetings. And I've kind of just pushed those, you know, to the, to the back burner because we're focusing on other things when that's what I'm most passionate about are these one-on-ones, these two-on-twos, these 10-on-10s, whatever those meeting sizes look like. I need to get back to that because I'm not saying I'm in a funk, but something is different in my life right now. And it's because I'm not teaching. So sure. yeah, when I get back in the store on Monday, I'm, one of the first things is I'm going to start scheduling some small, you know, three people in a room, four people in a room meetings 
and continue to pour into my team and my crew because we are going to come out of this. And this, like I said, the sun is going to come out. And one day when it does, the customers are going to be ready to come see us and we need to constantly be pouring into our crew. So they're ready for them too. It, what is exciting? I think we just got to find ways to like bring the, the life back, you know, and, and have, have those experiences that, that are fun. We can, we can do it. All of these are great ideas, Matt. It's fun to just sit around and, and chat with you about ways that we can leverage this time to do something different, to, to, to like pour back into the business in ways that we, we have always said, hey, someday when we have time. Well, hey, this time is now. Let's do it. So I want to thank you for listening. My name is Jim. Matt. And we'll catch you next time. If you have questions, comments, or ideas for topics, we'd love to hear from you. Send us an email at 2120podcast at gmail.com. That's the words 21 spelled out, followed by the numbers 20podcast at gmail.com. We'll make it easy and include a link to that email address in the description. If you're enjoying listening to two guys take a random topic and talk about it for 20 minutes, hey, it would mean a lot to Matt and I if you would rate it, write a review, and share it with others. Thank you again for tuning into the 2120 podcast.